Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast for today, September 23rd, 2019. I am Scott Engel. I am the king. I am fantasy here with DFS Pro Dan Weir. And you can check out his full Monday night showdown preview tonight on on the site on winddailysports.com. And also, don't forget to check out uh, the big news. Uh, our other DFS pro, uh, David Jones, actually, you know, pretty much on fire. There's no other way to put it right now. Uh, he won the Sunday night showdown uh, last night on Sunday night. Uh, actually taking that down after uh, after winning a, a big baseball contest on FanDuel on Saturday. And he has won 80K in the past week. So, uh I guess it's I guess it's safe to say we're very proud of uh, of, of uh, David Jones and glad to have him here with Daly, uh, Dan. Yeah, congratulations, David. That's massive. What one hundred eighty thousand dollars in about a month? That's extremely impressive. Just the fact he's been able to sustain it this long. How rare is that? In this industry, you you want a good a good amount of money yourself. Yeah, yeah, no, the the streaks are, it's it's hard to pinpoint them. I mean, when you're on fire, you're on fire. But for him to, to, to just go as consistently as he has with baseball, that alone is impressive. And now he's he's been really, uh, he's been he's gotten close a few times in those showdown slates. So I knew he was due for one, but uh, yeah, super impressive. Uh, you just don't, you don't see it a lot with DFS players. You might get lucky every now and then. Yeah, but this guy's on absolute fire right now. Congratulations again, David. Yeah, and I was talking to somebody in the industry I really respect today, and they were saying, you know, there are some fan daily fantasy companies out there, and not anybody that I know or respect, but you know that uh, uh, the guys will like they'll put in five thousand dollars and win a tournament, and kind of brag about it, uh, or throw up a screenshot. But you know, David is actually taking down these large field tournaments. Yeah, he's he's and he's consistently doing it. And and the thing is, is that it, these guys that you know look at lucky every once in a while to win something twenty five grand, hundred grand, whatever it may be. But then you won't see him posting anything for you know the next two or three months. So they're just not as consistent. David is uh, David is extremely good at what he does, and I think that's evident just based on what he's done in the last month alone. What, what do you think people can learn from a guy like David and even like somebody like you and me? I mean, I've been doing this a long time, uh, you know, over 20 years. You've won a good amount of money. Uh, I've never come close to anything like that daily. What do you think even people like myself and you can learn from what David is doing by watching the way that he builds lineups, reading his content, et cetera? And what can the average user learn from him? Just just opening your mind to the information. I mean, uh, Dave and I spoke for a few minutes the other night, and he has a very contrarian mindset when he approaches DFS. Um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people tend to ride the chalk. They invest a lot in the chalk because it feels like a safer play. It feels like a safer bet. Um, but, but especially in baseball, the variance is so high um, that you, most of the time the bus rate for the chalk is – is pretty high. So David is just extremely good at identifying loan plays um, that end up doing well and they do well consistently. Um, so just, just opening your mind to the plays, uh, 
you you might read some of the stuff that <clears throat> David has put out there, and and I'm not gonna lie, I did it the, in the beginning myself. You know, just him saying like, okay, yeah, the Cardinals tonight, and I'm thinking to myself like, no way, no way. And then the Cardinals go off for 13 runs, and you're just like, this guy is really good at what he does. And um, so yeah, that's just the main thing. Humble yourself. I mean, I've been doing this for a long time, and uh, you can never know enough. There's always somebody that that can bring something to the table. Um, so just keep your mind open. He, like I said, he's he's great with the contrarian plays, and uh, that that is what takes down tournaments. And and uh, we we're seeing that now over the last month. He's just he's killing it with these with these contrarian plays. And I think everybody last night was on Brandon Cooks, and he went with Cooper Cup at the MVP spot and uh, ended up killing it. So incredible play. Yeah, I can never go with Brandon Cooks at a at an MVP spot. I always feel like that guy's overrated, and he 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 uh he just doesn't score enough. Yeah, he's a, he's a big boomer bust guy. You know, he's got he's a one dimensional player. He's great downfield. You know, he's got the speed to take off the top. But you know, as far as like intermediate passes go, uh, you know, inside ten to fifteen yards, he just doesn't get a lot of looks. And you know, Cooper Cup is that guy. And I think we saw that last year with the Rams when he went out with an injury. Uh, uh, Josh Reynolds just wasn't doing the trick for uh, for um, oh god brain fart for the Rams for the Rams yeah it just wasn't doing it for the Rams so they just they just couldn't get things going they got Cooper Cup now uh, uh, Cooper Cup back now and Jared Goff has his go-to guy his security blanket and uh, yeah so great play by David Jones uh, two weeks of great plays by Cooper Cup and uh, riding the hot hand he got the big win. Yeah, and he's done it in more than one sport. He's done it in baseball, he's done it in basketball, and now football. And, uh, you know, his articles are pretty simple to read and, you know, absorb. And you can also check out his, uh, you know, you and him are both part of our daily cheat sheets in all, in all sports. And all of this is available to Premium Gold members. You know, this is why you want to upgrade to Premium Gold. And, uh over here, Wind Daily Sports. I mean, you get access to great content from DFS pros like you, Jason, uh, David, etc. You know, over on the free side. But you know, if you really, 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 really want to get the picks, and you know, you really want to, you really want to, you know, bark to everybody that you want a lot of money because you know, I, it seems that you know that's what your family wants to do. Is uh, I'm sure they can bark about you, but. Uh, you, you want to go premium gold because then you can actually chalk, uh, uh, talk, uh, you know, give one-on-one coaching for yourself to like people like Jason uh, and David and you, you know, all in our Slack chat channel. So it's a small investment for a big return. Seriously. Now with, yeah, with that, um, yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I just want to, while we're on the Slack channel thing, there is so much good information that gets talked about, like, like leading up to lock, the two hours leading up to lock on the MLB slates, and there's a couple hours leading up to the NFL slates on Sundays are crucial with information. Um, you know, we, we get a lot of news that comes out on NFL day, uh, Sundays, 90 minutes before lock with the injuries. I know a big one this week was James White going, uh, not playing, so... You know, I was in there. I dropped the, the Rex Burkhead play. I thought that was a really good play, and he ended up working out. He crushed value. Um, and David, every day, I see him in the Slack channel dropping plays, you know, an hour, two hours before lock, and he, he just kills it in there. So definitely want to get on the Slack channel. Like Scott said, it's a small investment, and I know for a few of our subs right now, it's really paying off right now. They're they're learning a lot from David. He's uh, He's definitely one of the best on our team. 
Yes, and uh, so are you. And uh, that's why we're going to go out to Monday Night Showdown with you. And uh, picking a quarterback as a captain, picking a captain tonight, period, is very tough. Usually you have to get a quarterback in there. Mitch Trubisky's playing so uh, so disgusting <laughs> that uh, it's hard for me to want to use him uh, anywhere. I love Trubisky coming out of college last year. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked him up. And, you know, he had that big six-touchdown game, but then he hurt his shoulder. He was never the same. And he's he's come out looking absolutely terrible this year. The guy can't complete a downfield pass to save his life, it seems. And then you got Case Keenum as well. Uh, you know, and if you want to make Trubisky your captain, you got to spend 15600 I can't do it. I'd, I'd rather, like, maybe be contrarian and, uh, you know, be kind of David Jones-ish. And uh, take Case Keenum instead, just because you can put up better numbers. But that's that's a tough matchup. Yeah, it's a very mm-hmm. tough matchup. But I do like your call on the David Montgomery play. Um, everyone's talking about it. The Redskins are giving up and through two games, four hundred and fifty yards a game, four hundred fifty-five yards a game, and one hundred and sixty-eight of those is coming on the ground, not through pass catching backs, but just through pure runs. And we've heard Matt Nagy uh, talk about how he wants to cut back on Tariq Cohen's use in the backfield. Um, he's still seeing a 60% snap rate and he's pretty much being utilized the way he was last year. He's, he's catching a lot out of the back. Um, but I do like David Montgomery here uh, more as a contrarian play in that MVP spot. Um, I think we should see him uh, be used a little bit more. And um, in not to mention Chicago is 17th and, uh, 17th in the league in terms of pass protection, um, 6.5% adjusted sack rate. So they've had a little bit of issues with protection. And now they have Jonathan Allen back on the Redskins defense. Um, I know he's not 100%, but just to have him there on that side is going to be big for the Redskins. So I'm looking for more of a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a ground-and-pound type deal. Um, Like you touched on, uh, Trubisky has really struggled, and he is terrible on showdown slates, prime time, uh, his splits between one o'clock games versus night games are are huge. He has a, a quarterback rating of sixty four point three percent at night versus a seventy four point or I'm sorry ninety six point seven percent versus day. So that's a split you want to keep in mind uh, when when you're considering Mitch Trubisky tonight. Well, watching Trubisky, though, it looks like he's bad any time of the day. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think you have to take a quarterback, you know, along with Montgomery, if you're going to make him as cap- uh, captain. And I would have to go with Keenum. And, and uh, you know, he's a little bit lower priced than Trubisky. I, I just feel like he's a better NFL quarterback right now. Yeah, I agree. And not to mention the Redskins are third in the league in pass protection, uh, 2.5% adjusted sack rate. So that offensive line is getting it done in the pass on the uh, versus the run, a little bit different. Uh, they're, they're bottom, they're 29th in the league with run blocking. They're only allowing runners 2.31 yards per carry. But keep in mind, they've got a, an older Adrian Peterson in the backfield and then Chris Thompson, who is utilized more as a pass catching back. So I don't see the ground game get going in Washington. I think you want to stay on the passing side. Uh, Case Keenum and uh, Terry McLaren make for a good correlation if you want to go that route. Uh, you can also consider a cheaper guy like Trey Quinn uh, if you want to punt and get a, get a little bit of salary uh, to play with for some guys up top. 
so then if we start out say on on DraftKings where I'm doing the lineup and you you know you can talk about some fantasy salaries. If I'm starting out with Keenum, Montgomery, and McLaurin, that leaves me about fifty five hundred per player there. Uh, you know, and then the rest of the pickings are slim. I have to go McLaurin just because look, I know it's a tough matchup, but you know, he's already emerged as that team's number one wide receiver. Yeah, easily. And he um I mean, he's getting such a bat- massive snap share, 95% snap share. He's going to get most of the looks tonight, I would imagine. So I think he is the safest play. I think he is your best bet. Um, so that's that's a guy that I, if I run 10 lineups, I'll probably have him in six of them. So, so just over start, 50%. So say we start out with a, beat, uh, a build of Montgomery, Keenum, and McLaurin, you know, it's really hard to get anybody else in there of note. I, I like Allen Robinson a lot tonight. Uh, you know, maybe if I want to pivot off Montgomery as my captain, because I feel like, you know, maybe Mike Davis and Tariq Cohen will still be factors as a committee. Maybe I can, I can go, if I'm going to run 10 lineups out there, uh, you know, I'll have some of them with Robinson as the captain instead of Montgomery. That and I actually wrote up about uh, Allen Robinson in my article. He he probably is my favorite play on the slate. Uh, more specifically on DraftKings because of the PPR upside, um, he will get a majority of the looks. And if we look back at uh, some of the games that the Redskins, the two games that the Redskins have played this season, uh, Dak Prescott and Carson Wentz were both really good with their intermediate passes, um, which in turn opened up the deep passes. So. It's it's unlikely uh, with Mitch Trubisky and the way he's played, but if he's able to hit those intermediate passes, I think we can get some longer looks uh, for guys like Taylor Gabriel. We can get a look downfield, and then uh, I think a sneaky play, and a lot of people consider him when when they pops up on the slate. But Cordell Patterson, he's got big uh, big play capability, and I think they're going to look to him for some uh, trick plays. He might sneak one into the red zone. Yeah, just because I hate Trubisky doesn't mean I hate Robinson. Right. We saw, we saw what happened in the season over against Green Bay. He had, a, he had a big game, you know, it just, you know, made, made everybody bark about him. But, you know, then they were much quiet the uh, it was much quiet the, the week before. And uh, everybody told him, you know, all right, let's shut up about Allen Robinson. Right. So, uh, you know, kind of like you're, you're, you're telling your friend there now. Um <laughs> I, I guess I guess you know your dog wants to get into broadcasting, kind of like you. You know what, man? They they are always quiet until I put the mic on, and I yeah, they stare at me while they're yeah, he's looking at me right now while I'm talking because I'm not giving him enough attention. So <laughs> you might want to put him on your lap there at the broadcast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, you know maybe maybe when we talk about uh, what 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 franchises are named after dogs. I don't think there are any. The Browns are the closest thing, right? Well, they play like dogs. They do yeah. play like dogs. They have like all that so far. Nothing. Yeah, but, uh, you know, moving down, uh, talking about Allen Robinson, yeah, just because I don't like Trubisky doesn't mean I don't like Robinson because a bad quarterback even throws to somebody. Uh, but then you build out, and it, it really doesn't, yeah, like say if you started off with Keenan Montgomery and McLaurin, I'm not going to spend up for the Bears at 6,200 on defense as much as I would like to. And Adrian Peterson, you know, maybe he'll get in the end zone tonight. I could see it, but I don't want him either at 5,800. We're going to start have to go go down the ladder after that. 
Yeah, and, and, and like a, Adrian Peterson just does not carry the PPR upside. He's just not a guy that I really like on DraftKings. I, you can make an argument him on FanDuel, but like I said, just not a spot I really want to get to tonight. I think I would favor Chris Thompson more uh, just because of his involvement in the passing game. I think he's going to get more looks um, overall tonight. So I will take Chris Thompson over Adrian Peterson if I have to pick between the two. Okay, so we're moving down the scale here. Eddie Pinero is only 3,400, but he's listed as questionable. I guess if I have to take one of the two kickers, I'm going to take uh, Hopkins tonight. Yeah, we can, I agree. We can, we, can, we can get into cases where they move into the red zone and they, they don't score. Right, and I, and I think with the implied total that we have tonight, it's fairly low. It's I think it's safe to say that kickers are viable tonight just based on it. Hopkins could get, get, get into the red zone, but maybe – because of the imbalance on offense with the Redskins, they're not able to run the balls effectively, so they may have to settle for a couple field goals. So I do like Hopkins uh, with Panero. We just got to keep an eye on it. I know it's a game time decision, but apparently it hurt his knee in a waiting room in the weight room. So kind of an iffy play, even if he does go. The one other guy I would consider is Mike Davis at only 1,800 because you always have to have a punt, and I feel just because of his pass protection skills, et cetera, he's always got a shot to get a decent amount of reps. I like him a lot on DraftKings at 1,800. Yeah, he's a very sneaky play, and he sticks out like a sore thumb. And I saw it in the first game of the season. He just came out, and he, he swallowed up those whole first two drives. So he can pay himself off very quickly. I do like that play uh, at 1,800 on DraftKings, and it just it really opens up a lot for everything else. So you can go up and get, you know, the Allen Robinson, McLaren. Uh, if you want to pair him up with Case Keenum, you can get all those guys in there uh, fairly easily and still have some coin left on the table so that you're different from everybody else. Yeah, so what I did was on DraftKings here, though, what I did uh, actually was put Allen Robinson. I put Davis in at 1,800. That gives me room for for Allen Robinson. So right now I'm looking at a lineup of Keenan Montgomery, McLaurin, uh, Hopkins, Davis, and Robinson. I like it. I like that. Yeah, that's really that. That yeah. leaves eight. That leaves 1,900 on the table, which which would give me an opportunity to move up from the kicker to Paul Richardson or. Or Taylor Gabriel, but I don't know if I necessarily want to do that. How do you yeah. feel about leaving nineteen hundred on the table? I am always perfectly fine with leaving salary on the table. As far as showdown goes, the showdown slates go. I'm always inept to leaving up to three three k on the table, um, just because it really differentiates your lineup a lot. Um, it makes it less predictable. There's going to be a lot of ties. There always is in showdowns. Um, so, so I always try to differentiate the best that I can. I, I keep it in the back of my mind. It's not something that is a priority for me, but yeah, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with leaving 1900 on the table. All right. So let's see how it works out tonight. We'll be back on the wind daily podcast. Uh, so I just want to ask everybody out there. Can you please bark if you'd like to go premium gold? Speak Cooper. <laughs> Oh, he's outside now. <laughs> oh, Cooper's outside. Just when we just when we want him to talk, now he goes outside. Yeah. <laughs> Two barks if you think hey, the Bears are going to win. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you know, I, we can't get him to cooperate here. I mean, if he's going to continue to want to be part of the show. You know, you got to <laughs> speak when spoken to. You know? Hey, man, he just he just likes to make his appearance. You know, a little little cameo for every every time I get on the mic. All right. Thanks a lot for listening today. We'll see you tomorrow.